What's your favorite evolution? Oh, Sylveon. Sylveon? Yeah. Is it because it kicked your ass that one time? I will never forgive it. I am very fond of Umbreon. And Espeon. They were just so... And Victorion. Well, and Jolteon. <laughs> they just... And Rockyon. They just... And Drakeon. Okay, here's... This is my next question. If you could make... If you could decide any one element to be a new evolution in this next Pokemon generation... Drakeon. Dragon, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've always been really intrigued with Ghost. Okay. <laughs> I'm always intrigued with Ghost, but... <laughs> I had this conversation years ago. I was sitting on this rich kid's patio, and we were getting high, which doesn't really mean anything here. Mm -hmm. right? It was just a weird place for me to be in. Mm -hmm. And, oh, we're about to go do like three hours of shooting film, right? Oh, as you do. <laughs> With actual film, so it's fragile and really oh, high and not giving a shit. Ew. Real film? Gross. So scary to play with. Sucks. Anyways, I'm sitting there and I'm talking to his friend who's also just getting stoned. Mm -hmm. He's not even part of the fucking team. Okay. Right? And I, I just happened to show up earlier and we're getting high and we start talking about Pokemon. Hell yeah. And he goes, bro, got an idea for Pokemon. What about light type? This was and always I, a thing. And I was like, I've had this idea too. I think a lot because you and, see dark type and your instant yeah, thought is light. Why don't you have a light? Because normal is not light, right? Yeah, it's neutral. And then we get into this conversation and I go, I've seen this idea of a cosmic. Cosmic, yeah. Sound. And then we get into sound mm -hmm. <laughs> and we start talking about what if we start changing Pokemon and giving them a third tier. I think that's too far. And then changing the statistics. Where your, your first tier is like what? Right now it's 70% of you. And then your second tier is like 30. No, right? no. Nah. You bring in the third tier. You drop that first one down to 60. Then to a 35 and a 5. No, no, no. Because you have enough Pokemon to, to make space, light, and sound. No, no, no. It's just too much. It would be too complicated at that point. Oh, it's too complicated. Yes. Yeah. Okay, when the fuck <laughs> does bug disturb dark type? Aren't bugs prone to darkness? Bugs aren't strong to dark type. They're strong to ghost type. Or, sorry, psychic type, rather. You want to know why? Because people are afraid of bugs. That's the thing. The psychic type weaknesses are things people are afraid of. Psychic type is weak to bug, uh, dark... And ghost, because people are afraid of bugs, people are afraid of the dark, and people are afraid of a ghost. So those are things that are strong against psychic type. Then we need to make a new type. What's that? Cops. <laughs> hey! Hey! If you like this content, please subscribe. You can leave a comment. Like it. We're also on Anchor. We're on Anchor. Both of our podcasts are on Anchor. So if you're on the go and you want to listen instead of having to watch YouTube, you can find us there. It also works on Spotify as well. Yep. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> It's, it's coffee, coffee break. break! Yay! Yay! Sorry, it's late. I, I like it better. Do you it. like it on Mondays? I like it. Okay. I don't know. Tell us what you guys think. Which do you prefer? Like, the ones that come out on Sunday or the ones that have been coming out on Monday evening? Yeah, I mean... Let us know if you have a preference. <laughs> the day doesn't really change too much for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the first thing this week is Fast X or Fast 10, Fast and the Furious, the 10th film. Lost its director, Justin Lin, days before production. Yep. Rumors are indicating that uh, Vin Diesel just screamed and screamed at him 
about the movie. Oh, really? And he just got fed up with it. What is happening with Vin Diesel? Like, first he's, there was that... He's nuts. Well, first there was that whole thing with, like, Dwayne. Mm-hmm. And just making him super uncomfortable. And now I'm definitely foreseeing Vin Diesel just being a, a pain to work with. Which is so weird, because I've never heard of him being this much of an issue before. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... I guess he's putting everything into these movies. Maybe being Groot went to his head, and now he's like, I'm a big star. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the new director they're picking up um, is Louis Letier. He's known for directing The Incredible Hulk for the MCU. Nice. Um, he directed all of the Dark Crystal Age of Resistance television series. Which was so good. And the first two Transporter films. Transporter? Yes. What is... I've... What is, I've never heard of this. What's Transporter? So it's an older franchise. It stars, um, oh my god, Jason Statham. Wow. <laughs> and he, uh, he's like, in the first one, he's so young, he actually still has hair. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically, he drives a car around, beats up guys, and hooks up with hot chicks. Oh, okay. When, Transporter. When... Okay. I get it. <laughs> um, those came out early o's it may it may be 90s yeah like late mid to late well, 90s <laughs> i was like why would you choose this guy i don't <laughs> and then once i thought about transport i was like well that kind of makes sense because jason satham is part of the franchise too i don't know but transporter has that kind of schlocky uh action movie yeah, it's the Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. That's really throwing me for a loop. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to translate the, the the art of puppetry to a, a movie about driving cars real good and save day with Familia. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. Um, he's done other stuff, but I just thought that was weird. He did uh, Clash of the Titans, the remake. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Well, hopefully, hopefully he can handle Mr. Diesel. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, next up is Sam Raimi. Hold on. Uh, Gotta get my drink ready. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back at it. <laughs> Sam Raimi called he was Sony's nineteenth choice for directing the first Spider-Man, with other names like Tim Burton, Michael Bay, Roland Emmerich, who is the director of. Green Lantern that I called out like yeah, back in guy. November. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> who said that his movie was unsuccessful because of superhero films <laughs> when he's the fucker who did the Green Lantern. So, <laughs> fuck you. Angly. Which, what, well, that would have been interesting. Christopher Columbus, or Chris Columbus, mm -hmm. and M. Night Shyamalan. So some of these would have been, some of them would have been, would have been bad. Like Michael Bay, M. Night Shyamalan, Tim Burton, terrible choices. Ang Lee and or Christopher Columbus. It would be a totally different movie. It it's especially weird trying to picture Chris Columbus doing super has he done a superhero thing? The closest I can compare would be Harry Potter, because you know they have powers and do things, but that's not anywhere close to being a su superhero movie. Well, Chris focuses on Christmas. He yes, he, he loves it, <laughs> but he has a good sense of heart and like love. Because is, of Christmas. So I can see him doing something like, especially Peter, with, you know, cares for Aunt May, cares for uh, one of, whichever Peter gal is the center of the certain movie we're, we're talking about. 
totally see Chris doing a superhero movie. Yeah. You should do one. Okay. Do it, Mr. Columbus. <laughs> and Hang Lee already did one, so. <laughs> yeah, he did the Hulk, which was horrible. Mm. I love Ang Lee's Hulk. That comic book style, that framing and moving from each frame to the other to see them, like, move. It, yeah, I will it, admit. It's so bad. I am just, I'm a, a wholly blinded by nostalgia. Because it was, like, the first superhero movie I ever saw that, like, I registered. Because, mm -hmm. like, I think I saw Spider-Man when I was, like, three or something. Maybe. But, like, Ang Lee's Hulk was, like, the first one that I watched and, like, understood with a human brain. <laughs> When I was like six or something like that. Spider-Man would have been mine then. Yeah, because uh, I know X-Men. X-Men was my next movie, so I watched the Hulk first because my dad likes the Hulk, and I really appreciated getting to watch something that my dad liked. Um, and then we watched the X-Men, and I fucking love the X-Men. <laughs> X-Men's fun. Um, I saw Batman when I was like a little boy. I never watched the movies much. It was just the animated show. Okay. And even then, I liked, I liked Young Justice better, or like uh, Batman Begins. Which That's one? A live action movie. Uh, no, which which one's the one? What's his name? The I think it's Damien. No, it's not Damien. The one where he's like in that all black suit with the red insignia, and he has like his like weird wings. Batman Beyond. Beyond? Yeah. That one, yeah. That's Terry McGinnis. Terry, I knew it. <laughs> I know it's not Damien. <laughs> Which I was reading this morning that they they gave Terry McGinnis his own Catwoman. What? Oh, no. <laughs> like, you can do this, but don't make it a Catwoman. Make it, like, I don't know, Puppy Lady or something. Be somewhat original. <laughs> Oh, I love Terry McGinnis. He's really cool. Yes. Uh, this is weird. I don't know why Sony would make decisions like this. Maybe it's because of the first Spider-Man movie that never happened. And I've talked about it before. Oh, this like weird like hush-hush concept more than anything. <laughs> he was working on it. Mm -hmm. um, what is his name? The Avatar director. Uh, Cameron. James Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanted to do Spider-Man with a young Jared Leto. I mean, not Jared, Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, we got that, and it didn't work out. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Leo. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. What, yeah. what a fucking weird world. If that was our first Spider-Man. Yeah, and you're supposed to fight the vulture. Yeah, that's wacky. <laughs> Imagine a world where Spider-Man is Leonardo DiCaprio and he fought the Vulture rather than Tobey Maguire and Green Goblin, you know? <laughs> mm -hmm. It would have been a different world. It would have been. Um, now, Doctor Strange 2 and its rumors. Ooh, dum -bum -bum. I'm not going to reveal anything too big. Yeah. Because I already know some things. Oh, do you? I do. They're already making leaks and stuff? Oh, yeah, I've seen the pictures. Mm -hmm. Same style of pictures as, like... Spider-Man No Way Home, when I was like, I don't know. if you look, the lighting is right there. I'm so suspicious, because, like, it's it, it's easy to fake those things, too. It's, it's, I guess it's easier with, like, video games. That's, like, that rumor leak of an Oddish um, variant, but the Oddish looks like, for Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet, but mm -hmm. it's, like, based off of a pineapple. That's so cool. I have completely fallen in love with it, but I don't... I don't if it's I don't know if it's real because <laughs> it's easy to fake that shit. <laughs> I didn't put that in here. So that was Pokemon news. Oh my god! 
Yeah, there's uh, there's leaks galore, so I'm sure there's gonna be a direct soon. <laughs> um, Iron Man's Superior Iron Man will not be in the film. Yeah. And it will feature both Lokis. Yeah. I wonder if they can translate this concept good enough. So if you didn't watch Loki, you still understand what has happened, mm-hmm. which is the tricky part when you have so much shit and some of it's hidden behind a paywall. Well, <laughs> well some of the interesting things here is uh, the writer of Doctor Strange 2 used Rick and Morty as an inspiration to help establish in a, a multiverse. Understandable. And... It, it, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because mm-hmm. that show goes in some wacky directions, and as you're watching it, you're like, "Is this a fever dream?" Yes. And it's not as bad as I think Eric Andre show. <laughs> oh, oh, Eric Andre, so funny! I could never do it again, <laughs> but it was so funny. C'est la vie. But uh, yeah, I find that that really interesting to use Rick and Morty. I like Rick and Morty. I do too. It's not as great as everyone said it was. It's good, for sure. And um, obviously it's solar opposites. That pi- Yes. <laughs> the Pickle Rick episode, I understand why that one won an award. It was very good. But uh, I'm very sick of seeing Pickle Rick everywhere. <laughs> All the time. It's not that funny, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, this show is just hilarious, but also just gross. Mm-hmm. Um, Solar opposites is just better. It's just this. It's the same thing but better. <laughs> do you do you like that he used Rick and Morty as an inspiration? Yeah. Does that make you feel a little better about how they're gonna approach this? I think I can better comprehend it, um, because that, 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 that the multiverse is is weird. Like uh, uh, Markiplier, his latest adventure on YouTube, yeah, in space with Markiplier, mm-hmm. the whole like center point of the conflict is you have a spaceship and a wormhole opens up in the middle of it because of your engine or something like that. I don't want to go into specifics in case you haven't seen it. Um, and you know, that deals with wormholes, but he's limited by reality Mm -hmm. and a, 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 a limited budget. So there's only so much he can do. And, uh, well, I think he does a very good job with it. I think Rick and Morty does it in a way that's a bit more cohesive. Yeah. Uh, so it's I I think and honestly, looking at Markiplier's wormholes that he has, I wouldn't be surprised if he was also inspired by Rick and Morty because it's just like a, a a circular thing that's a specific glowing color pops in and you walk through it and you're in a new universe now. So it's not too dissimilar from Rick and Morty. Sounds like a boom tube. I feel like <laughs> I feel like Rick and Morty is going to be like the center point of a lot of people's inspiration. Yes. Yes, and that's probably why it's so popular, is mm-hmm. because it really does go do things that nobody else has done. May we go on a tangent for a second? No, we don't have the time. <laughs> <laughs> we're, on a, we're on a strict time schedule, bitch. <laughs> How much longer do you think Rick and Morty can go for? Because I don't think... It's a hundred episodes. Yeah, but I don't think... No, they're contracted for a hundred episodes. How many episodes do they have? Right now? Yeah. Haven't we gotten season four? Yeah, but how many episodes is that? So they have 60 more to do. That's the thing. Like, And we'll get another season of 10. Rick and Morty has waned so much in popularity. Like, it's still popular, sure. It's taking forever to come out. That's a big issue, yeah. But it's just, not only that, but like we've done it, and we kind of just like keep resetting things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, the, the ending of season four, mm-hmm. I was like, really? We're going to do this again, yeah. but with different <laughs> 
characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And still Rick and Morty being like, mean to each other. Like, I think it was like one, like someone in universe even said, so it's like none of that even happened. Everything's exactly back to the way it was before. And it was made as a joke, but it's like, come on. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't want Rick and Morty to become the next Family Guy or Simpsons. Oh, where it's like, oh. you should have ended a long time ago. Just stop. <laughs> How is the Simpsons still going? I have... Is it? Yeah. Is it still? Yeah, Disney now owns it. God, those poor voice actors. I feel so bad for them. I feel bad for Seth MacFarlane. He hates Family Guy now, and he still has to come back and voice, like, half the fucking characters. (laughs) Yeah. I think that's interesting that Seth is so talented. Mm -hmm. And super smart. When he started the show, it was supposed to be just a stupid comedy. Yeah, just... And it accomplishes just that. Yes. Right? I'll never forget the laughter that I had as a as a uh, kid in elementary school, staying up to watch Adult Swim <laughs> and seeing the uh, the uh, Nuclear 2000 episode. Ooh, ooh. Where Peter fights the chicken. God. And they, they just beat the shit out of each other for like 10 minutes straight. And that's like, like half the other. They just go back to the regular plot. Yeah. He, <laughs> he comes back to his family all bloody and he's like, I had to take care of that. <laughs> and then he just dives right back like he was in the middle of a sentence when it happened yeah. and he just goes back to the middle of it <laughs> just funny like even like I haven't watched tons of Family Guy but even from what I have seen I know the older stuff is way funnier than their newer stuff yes <laughs> really bad gimmicks you can tell it's being written by people who are desperately trying to copy Seth MacFarlane's style of comedy and just not getting the point. <laughs> so yeah, there's an oversaturated market of adult animation cartoons. Yes. Um, None of them have good style. Netflix is the <laughs> biggest offender, but they just axed all of that. So. Yeah. And they just finished uh, F is for Family and everything. You're just in time. Isn't that kind of weird? <laughs> I wondered that too. Somewhere deep inside, I was like, hold on. You just axed your whole animation department. But one of your biggest shows, F is for Family, starring, um... Bill Burr. 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 Bill Burr. The comedian. Very funny. Um, he... He wanted to end it there. Mm-hmm. Right? And they just happened to be in that special little time frame. I, it's either he, Bill dodged a bullet or Bill had insider information. <laughs> I, I would love to hear what his thoughts are on that. Because, also, quite frankly, I feel like F is for Family, uh, one season too long. It could. It didn't need. That, that last season was so unnecessary. Yeah. I don't think we finished it. We didn't. <laughs> because we were just like, this is getting dark it, and dumb. It's just, yeah, you're retreading the same old jokes mm-hmm. and the same old plot threads, and I get it. <laughs> Though, not all adult comedy is bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, adult animated cartoon. God damn it. Adult cartoon com. Adult comedy cartoons. Like Solar Opposites. Super yes. good. <laughs> That one's really good. It's because it's so unique. It is. There's there's a stupid plot line of our main characters. Yeah, who are just terrible people, but revel... They're terrible in, aliens. In their, yes, but, but they revel in being like a family that loves each other, and they hate everyone else. That's the biggest yes. draw. <laughs> but then, one of the things the kids are doing is they're fighting people that they hate, Mm-hmm. And they're zapping them to make them these tiny people. Yeah. And they go to their bedroom and they have this like, like mouse trap thing. Like wall of, of of different 
uh, habitats. Yeah. And they're just putting, like, shrunken down human beings. And there's this whole very, very dramatic <laughs> side story about the shrunken down people. And how they have to <laughs> fight for their freedom. It's like a like a and Walking Dead-esque. Yeah, they're building <laughs> governments. And it's... There was tyranny. They have their own, like, language for certain... Like, they call it the before four. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One lady gave birth when she escaped the wall then gave birth in the middle of the backyard <laughs> which was like a jungle to her and it was like really like like actually intense <laughs> like she's fighting this rat that's trying to eat her and wow it's just it, like crazy that's what makes solar opposite like rick and it, morty is really, good but that's what makes solar it's opposite. really that storyline because it's somehow so intense you're like what is this? Mm -hmm. And no one else on the show acknowledges it except for the pupa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is some alien life form that they're going to use to destroy the universe? Eventually. That's, that's what their plan it, is. It's supposed to grow up. It yeah. changed colors. It changed, yeah, once or twice. If you guys haven't seen it, it's amazing. It's on Hulu. Um, if you have... Tell us about it. <laughs> probably already like it. What do you think? <laughs> um, yeah, so... Rick and Morty, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I think my favorite Rick and Morty moment, the greatest is what that show has done. And it's when they destroy their own current universe. <laughs> and then they just go, fuck it, we need to leave. And so Rick and Morty just go to another universe and force it to become, like, this theirs. Is, this is, like, episode five of, <laughs> of season one. <laughs> it happens so quickly. <laughs> and... I've never seen a show just go, oh god, we fucked this up so just bad, we gotta it. leave. <laughs> but my favorite one is at the beginning of this episode, Morty's in school, mm -hmm. and Rick just appears out of these little warp holes that he makes. Yeah. Right? And he goes, Morty, we gotta go. And Morty's like, I don't wanna go. It always takes too long. And Rick's like, look, we're gonna go, and it's gonna take like 10 minutes max. And then it's like, 24 months later yeah, like... and they're in this intergalactic war and they win and they get meddled and they just start crying wait, wait, they come back to earth they land the ship and then they just break down crying about oh my god we might that have was, never lived that was so much that was so intense it's just so funny my favorite moments from uh rick and morty is when it's just like, oh wait, this is just a regular family. Like the moments where Rick is just a regular grandpa are the moments I love the best. Like one moment he just, there was the, like they had separate adventures or whatever. And then at the end of the day, Rick was drinking and he was just like, Morty, I love you. You're my, you're, as my grandson, you're just the best. Come on, give your grandpa a kiss before you go to bed. And then he gave him like a kiss on his cheek. He was like, okay, go to bed. And I was like, this is the moments, like, you go through this crazy space shit, and then it's just like, oh yeah, this is people. <laughs> like, regular people. <laughs> Mr. Poopyhead? Was that his name? Who's it? Oh, wait. <laughs> and they think that he's the villain of the whole episode. It's my favorite episode. And then they finally debunk it, and at the end, the mom just shoots him in the face, <laughs> and then pours herself wine, shaking, and she's trying to drink it. <laughs> It's the only episode we've watched more than once, and I love that episode. It's my favorite. <laughs> okay, back to uh, movies. Back to the news. <laughs> There's a new horror film called The Black Phone, which comes out this June, June 24th. Yeah! The It's about a abductor 
Mm-hmm. Played by Hawk. Ethan Hawke, yeah. So Wearing a creepy demonic <laughs> mask. Uh, locking a kid in, like, I guess his basement with a black phone on the wall that keeps ringing. I guess, yeah. And the kid's hearing and seeing all the other kids that the, he's tortured and killed. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to teach him how to get out. There was a trailer we saw before, but I think it was, like, back in, like, December when we saw it. Mm-hmm. And then we never saw any trailers until, like, last week. And the first trailer we saw, it looked terrible. I'll be honest. It looked... I don't remember it. I, I just remember it was, like, weirdly paced and, like, weirdly uh, tone deaf or something. I don't know. It didn't feel right. This latest trailer we saw, this new one, it looks better. So, I don't know. I'm hopeful. <laughs> I'd rather have it get a good movie than a bad one. What are you doing? Turn up the game. No, 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 don't touch it. Now you can hear me. Don't fiddle with it. This is why I keep, sometimes I plug it in and I'm like, why am I so loud? You keep fiddling with it. <laughs> we're no. Ta- we're talking about our mic. This is the mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Something about your mic. Mm-hmm. This came up today to me. What's that? About your newest video and how it's actually almost unwatchable. Why? Because of your audio. What's wrong with it? Oh, wait. I noticed it too. Oh, was, I'm talking about when what, I'm reviewing season five of Ruby. There's a a good excuse for that. Yeah, and I I told them this, and I was like, look, it wasn't this mic. <laughs> it wasn't the Yeti, and it was in a living room. Yes, with a TV playing at the same time. There was no better options for us yeah. at that time. Um, I did not have the computer. I only had a laptop at that yep. point. And the, the mic's just hooked to a laptop on a coffee table. Yeah, it, it was a janky situation. I boosted the audio as high as I could without it making it sound terrible. Um, you can tell we're in this big empty room. Like, the audio's not great. <laughs> I, I do want to say one line in there that I do not remember ever saying. What was that? But it's twisted like a pretzel, then it flattens itself out like a pancake. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how fucked up this is. I can, I, like, even... <laughs> why, why it was past me making up these weird analogies? I don't even remember. And we filmed, when, when, okay, first of all, uh, behind the scenes thing, when we, all, they're all recorded. He, Rambo has watched all seasons of Ruby. Yay. This has happened a long time ago, actually. Yeah. When the, the volume five reaction stuff happened during the pandemic no it was before that we were still back in yeah yeah so like this was like four years ago three four years ago yeah it's been a very long time (laughs) whoa i've just been sitting on the audio like i released one a year ish and uh yeah (laughs) There's not much I can do about the weird audio stuff. I had no better options at the time. <laughs> I was just thinking of what I said in the one of the previous ones. Mm-hmm. Bro, you're really going to fucking divide us. <laughs> I don't remember saying these things, so it's also interesting for me to come back and be like... I also don't remember. Why would you say it like that? Like we were, that's another thing. Uh, we, it takes us like three days, and we're drinking. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can tell. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I I think the the black phone trailer mm-hmm. looks really good. It looks neat. Like I'm hopeful. I haven't seen a good horror film since The Witch. Ah uh, no. I mean, could you classify The Lighthouse as horror? No, it's too avant garde to be anything. Psychological. Sure, psychological horror. <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> it's so, so weird. So is The Green Knight. 
uh, the Green Knight, uh, the Green Knight, that wasn't a horror, but definitely made me feel weird. Uh, apparently, <laughs> X, which I've talked about, is really good. Oh, yeah? Um, and they got another one. A24 is doing this other movie. I haven't watched the trailer yet. Um, it's called Men. Oh, I saw the trailer. It looks really good. Super weird, but it looks really good. <laughs> it's about a woman dealing with traumatic experiences. Yeah, like, um, she, from what I can tell from the trailer I saw, she goes to a town because her husband died uh, tragically or something. And it, it's all just, like, I didn't realize until I saw the title, but she's, it's just men. There's no women she's interacting with. So I don't know exactly what's going on. <laughs> and that makes me start to think really dark thoughts. Yes. And I don't like that. I don't either. Um, like, there's a thing of, like, someone following her, and she's trying to escape them. You can't see my face, but it's describing. <laughs> is doing a lot of things. They're doing Has Been Hotel, an animation series. Yes, yes. Which is going to be, I don't know if it's a series or a movie. Well, it's going to be interesting. I'll review it no matter what. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I, I think that looks cool. More trailers as we come. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I wanted to bring up about that trailer, Ethan Hawke is so creepy. He is. But he can't bring that to fucking Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Yes! Five weeks of just ranting about how bad this fucking show is. Okay, here we go. That was the best episode they've made. Yes. I will tell you that. Everything else is dog shit. This is what the whole show should have been. And, and you know what's... Not necessarily him in the asylum, but him with, with Stephen and Mark confronting each other. It should have been their relationship, not, Are you interested in my wife? It's like, oh, I'm a British guy, and I'm interested in your wife. Like, that's what most of this has been, and it's super bad. I, I don't know why you get so hung up on that one. Because they don't, I don't know, she's not interesting, and they, they don't have interesting things to do with her. I don't know, the whole plot's they, Okay, <laughs> Stephen might be a different personality. It's still Mark. I wish they would have approached it more realistically. Disassociative identity disorder. It's like, it's not magic. Wait, 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 wait. You're asking... For a fucking show to be realistic <laughs> when you're dealing with Egyptian gods in some power suit. No, you know what I'm asking and for? And depending which personality you are, that suit changes and your super abilities change too. You know what I'm asking for? A better show. I'm asking for a show written by DC. Because they could fucking do that shit. They would have. They would have nailed that line. It's something I say often. It's my mantra when it comes to to Marvel versus DC. Marvel makes stories about superheroes. DC makes stories about people who happen to have superpowers. Mm -hmm. And the story of a man suffering from disassociative identity disorder who is also a superhero and is tasked with saving people and whatnot... But his different identities have different concepts of his task and even his own abilities. That is a fascinating topic to explore. But instead, they just didn't. They played up like it's magic. It's no different than you know Wanda's magic or anything. It's, it, it is magic. For, as far as you could tell, if you didn't know any better, his ooh, DID. Ooh, it's magic. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you didn't know any better, his DID would have just been a side effect of his magical abilities or whatever. True. Uh. True. Um, spoilers, if you haven't watched it, 
come on, it's going to end this week. Mm -hmm. But it's when he loses Steven. Yes. And after he loses Steven, he goes to the Field of Reeds, which means he gets happiness. Which the, the irony of the, the, the good one of the two going to proverbial hell and the bad one of the two going to proverbial heaven. Not only I, that, I, I it. found it interesting <laughs> that he made Steven to find, you know, that place in his own world mm -hmm. with his mother where he was happy. I, um, but you have to lose that piece to actually make it to heaven. I guess. That's so... That, that little twist there makes that so much better. More complex, for sure. It is. It's very complex. More thought-provoking. Um, there was one thing. Uh, there, uh, uh, One of the friends I have on Twitter... They, uh, they they mentioned that they wished there was a trigger warning because of the um, death of children and, like, parental abuse scenes. Uh, they had a hard time with it. So I agree with them. You know, Disney, fucking step up your game. Put a trigger warning. <laughs> if you're going to have episodes, you can do those kind of things. That's very easy. <laughs> wow. Yeah? I've lived through some of that stuff. That's sad. It is sad. But now I'm just like, oh, I wonder why I was able just to... Do I like the episode? Because, man, now no. I'm just getting deep. This <laughs> I, is not the place to do this. I mean, I liked the episode, too, and I haven't had anything like that. I think it's, uh, just people process these things now, differently from each other. Now the question is, okay, you've done, you have six episodes. You've mm -hmm. done four horrifically. First episode's probably the better, right? Yeah. <laughs> Now you get to the fifth episode, which was the darkness of the heart, right? Yes. Of my love. And... <laughs> <laughs> shout, out <to> <coughs> shout out to Ghost and their latest album. <laughs> and Tom Brady for coming back to the NFL. No! <laughs> it's agony. <laughs> and and you, you've built this all up. You're now about to do your finale. Mm -hmm. Do you stick the landing? I doubt it i doubt it honestly well that that friend that i was talking about to you earlier about uh about mm -hmm. your podcast right yeah, yeah yeah him and i were talking about moon knight because he's also watching it right okay and he goes look here's my problem with moon knight and this was his point was if you're gonna have six episodes to do something don't just fucking walk around and talk and go places oh my god just get straight into it <laughs> exactly and he said he couldn't even deal with the fourth episode because he's like, I'm not gonna watch ten minutes of people fucking walking. I, I don't yeah, want that. It, that's like if you have, if you're structuring this like it's an episode, like it's an episodic format, something needs to happen each episode. It's the biggest plight Ruby fucking suffers from. So there needs to be a mini plot per episode. Yes. That can also stitch itself somewhere in the grand scheme of the season-long plot. Yes. Which is easier, honestly, than it sounds. It sounds very difficult. But no, put fucking, I don't know, a monochrome of effort into writing your story and you could figure it out. <laughs> you, you know what? We've been watching Friends. I've never seen Friends before, so I was uh, told. No Friends spoilers, please, in the comments. Don't spoil Friends. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even looking this one up. This is weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Biggest movie of the year, Spider-Man No Way Home. I know the whole plot. Friends, a sitcom that came out in two 90s. decades ago, yeah. <laughs> Don't know anything. I just know I'm Chandler. That's it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're Chandler, but you're built like Joey, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> 
I got the hair for it. You do. That's um, why I love you. You're just, I love you. <laughs> I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> Can't show affection on my podcast. <laughs> but watching how, like, somebody, like, the real plot of the first season is Ross. Mm-hmm. Right? His plight of his ex-wife and her new lover and being pregnant with his son. Something I never noticed before was the duality of how do I raise a baby and him struggling to raise this monkey. And yes, he the, has his monkey. And the, these two, like the dual, like the, the, the realization of the mature thing is to get rid of my monkey. And that is what makes him like steeled enough to know he is competent enough to raise a baby. <laughs> I never thought about like this before. But then he's also <laughs> single, mm-hmm. and he's trying to get with Rachel. Yes. And so he has all these things. But then there'll be episodes dedicated to just like Chandler or Phoebe, mm-hmm. where somehow Ross's story kind of wiggles its way through. Yes. And it doesn't do anything, but it's still there. It's it reminds just... you it's still there, and then an episode will show up in where the... they tackle it. Like in the episode where they're doing poker. Even though it wasn't Ross's episode, you know, we still see Ross in his apartment and Marcel is there. That's the monkey, in case you don't know. And, you know, there, there's always something Ross-related. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, that, that's what you're talking about, is if you want to do that, mm-hmm. that's how you do it. Just use action, though. Yeah, stitch it. Yeah, just... It's, it's Cause, easy. Cause <laughs> we're, we're, we're comparing a sitcom to a superhero <laughs> TV show. But especially if you only have six episodes, it really does feel like they had a movie worried it wouldn't do good or wanted to make Disney Plus get better ratings. And so they chopped up the movie and then stretched out these plot points. And you can tell because there are parts where nothing fucking ha- Episode two, nothing happens. There is nothing going on in episode two other than really bland exposition. We, we'll deal with Steve a lot. I guess, but like... What is it? Steve wakes up. She realizes something's wrong. Oh no! The it's not on the security tapes. He gets taken to Ethan Hawke's farm area in the middle of yeah, the suburbs. His sanctuary. Yeah. And then he becomes Moon Knight and is like, ah, and then that's it. Nothing happens. <laughs> it's <a> nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, I, Moon Knight. I'm glad that they tried to adapt it, but I'm gonna say no. You don't stick to landing. This flops. The only th- I, l- I I'm I'm in love with the character. It's a very fun character of Mark slash Moon Knight slash you know uh, Steven slash also Conchu. Like it's an interesting character concept. What about Mister Knight? Uh, sure, Mr. Knight as well. It, He's not the same as Moon Knight. <laughs> it, I guess. I was in kind of, Moon Knight kind of encapsulated all of his superhero personas in my mind. Okay. But no, I like the character. It's interesting. He's creative. I would love to explore his DID more and how he perceives the world, his relationships, his superpowers. But um, I maybe this is one I'm going to have to actually turn to the comics for because uh, the show's not doing it for me. Which is a shame because... You know, Oscar Isaac is a snack. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Hey, I think you're really cute, and that's why I love you. And uh, Oscar Isaac's way fucking hotter. Than I mean, you. <laughs> okay. Like, wow. listen, we get awkward. this is recorded. <laughs> you... So when I have to go to the court of law, I'm gonna use this episode, and this episode is gonna be titled "The One I Use for My Future Divorce." <laughs> Talk 
talk about cute people in front of each other. Like, Ewan McGregor's adorable. You can't yes. deny. Yes, he is. He's pretty hot. Dude, I was reading about Ewan. This isn't something I wrote down. Um, He was talking about playing Obi-Wan for a second, or for this time. Mm -hmm. Right? And he was like, one of the biggest problems I had with the prequel trilogy was, even though I'm there, it's not about me. It's about Anakin. He, yes. So he never felt like he was able to expand on Obi-Wan? That's so weird because Obi-Wan plays such a pivotal role you know in Anakin's story. You know what's funny is I can only think of the greatest moments of that trilogy is with Obi-Wan. Yes. Except literally. for Paul Grayson. But he's still there. No, this is pottery. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I, I, I didn't think that was actually Ewan McGregor. The first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. And I saw a little baby Obi-Wan fucking falling around Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, they got some kid who looked an awful lot like Elon McGregor. Oh well. And then it's like, is it is him? What? Shaving your beard just de-aged you 20 years, my dude. <laughs> I like Obi-Wan's beard. Yes. Um, but yeah, he said that with this one, he was able to really expand on Obi-Wan. I'm honestly... And he learned to actually love... Obi-Wan. I'm very hopeful. I'm very excited. Um, Boba Fett was very boring, though. So I'm a little nervous. Boba it, Fett was awesome. Boba Fett was fucking bland as dirt. Greatest. <laughs> Rather watch Unnecessary. <laughs> Mid-piece. For season three of Mandalorian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Once it just became the Mandalorian, it was great, but... <laughs> Dude, that was, like, the coolest episode. I was like, I love this episode. Uh, and, and people pointed out the, like, weirdly shiny, um, brightly colored motorcycles the aliens had. Yes, The cyborgs had. Uh, I had no issue with it because I'm a, a, a bird and I like bright, shiny things. <laughs> it doesn't match tattooing. I don't know. I like it. I get it. Because also it's like, what's his name? What's the director's name? He also did, uh, what's his name? He also did uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. He did Spy Kids. Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, Robert? Robert Rodriguez. Like, that's his style. He likes big, bright, saturated colors, and I do, too. I love saturation. Well, okay. (laughs) Robert did um, Sin City. Yes. And Sin City's really interesting. It's, I don't think it's that great. He understands color. But yes, the way he uses color in there was black and white and mm-hmm. red. Uh, I will just say, um, Elijah Wood's weirdest performance. <laughs> yeah. But it, cool. <laughs> you should do the glasses like that, like it's a cartoon. I know, it looks cool. Or it, um, comic. It just, yeah, and he has like the claws and he's mute, which is what a weird thing to go for with Elijah Wood. <laughs> Make him almost unrecognizable at that point. <laughs> Isn't that an Alan Moore comic? Isn't it? Is it? Or is it Frank Miller? Oh, no. I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> One of them made it, and it's very... August. Because <laughs> you're like, these two guys write some sick shit. Like, Frank Miller's known for uh, The Dark Knight Returns. Oh, yeah? I think it's Frank Miller. Didn't Alan Moore do the ones that was, like, really weird? The Long Halloween. Like, uh, the one where Batman kills a bunch of Green Lanterns. Wasn't that Alan Moore who did that? You don't know that? Al- that. <laughs> 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 
it's just you get the cover is Batman and he's just in there giggling and he's just hands are just covered in, in Green Lantern rings. It's specifically Green Lantern rings, not other lanterns. Green lanterns. <laughs> he's got the courage to kill them. Wow. No, I mean no. He's a yellow lantern through and through. Let's not kill ourselves. <laughs> That's a funny storyline. I do like that. I like that idea. It makes sense for Sinestro to do that to him because he is fear. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because like, it, I have to become the thing that they fear. And then it adds a very interesting conflict with, uh, which, never know where I'm at. whichever Green Lantern is prominent at that time, one preferably more than the other. <laughs> In the shadows, I wait for them. I just want more Green Lantern. I just want Green Lantern. Yeah, good they luck. keep teasing. In all of the fucking Justice League movies, there'll be Green Lanterns in the background. I'm like, I want that story. <laughs> yeah, I loved it in Justice when it came down to a decision. They were just like, all three of them were like, we're just going to leave. <laughs> it was like, you fucking asshole. just like, why? Where are you going? You just fucked up this whole universe. And he's like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. A uh, new two-part George Carlin, who is a stand-up comedian. He passed away 14 years ago. Oh, uh, but you know George Carlin. Uh, <laughs> he uh. is the king, one of the biggest classic kings of comedy. I think it's like him and then Richard Pryor. Like, those are the who two. Who are best friends, Yeah. by the way. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> they were really good. Super ahead of his time. George Carlin is incredible. Like, things he says is super prevalent still today. That that joke about the they're going to take away toy guns and keep the real ones. It, it was a joke <laughs> of you don't think mother nature's going to get back at you? We're a, we're we're like a plague on her. You don't think she's going to send a virus? <laughs> and it's like, holy shit, this special came out like in like 1999 or some shit. <laughs> it was like 1998, but yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, hmm. Okay, well, it came true. All right. <laughs> Um, it will be released uh, May 20th, featuring many stand-ups, including Bill Burr. Nice. And I, I'm excited. I love comedy. Yeah, and I love documentaries. Yes. That's the thing you realize when you're getting old, and you're like, educational television. <laughs> you know the documentary I am dying to see? Hmm. And the fact that I have to wait another month for it? What is it? It's that dinosaurs documentary on oh. Apple Plus. Oh my god. I love dinosaurs. <laughs> it, looks it looks so good. Good. It's just dino it's just made up. Hey, did you guys <laughs> did you guys ever watch Walking with Dinosaurs on Discovery? That's such a classic, you know? I grew up with that. As a little boy, that was airing on TV and every Saturday I would run to the television just to watch it. That just sounds like a dream come true. And then as I was growing up, I would come back and watch it and they made a, a spin-off a sequel and a prequel to it. I didn't realize how much I was fucking in love with dinosaurs until middle school, where we had this weird, like, white elephant thing going on in one of my classes, uh, like my homeroom. Okay, hold on. Rant. White elephant. Stupid. Why? Bad. You just hurt everyone's feelings. Yeah, you get a gift with a specific person in mind, and then they might not get that gift. <laughs> I remember I was playing it one year. It was Christmas, of course, and I was with this company, and uh, my buddy got this LED candle set. Cool. Wait, I got it. <laughs> that, I was the first one to get it, right? Mm -hmm. And then the card came to him, and he was like, I want it. And I was like, but I need it. 
I'm a film student. I'm going to use it. <laughs> and I love candles. And he's like, I need it for my wife. And I was like, that's the rules of the fucking game. Yep. Well, then... I come to, like, being one of the last people to get to do an exchange, mm -hmm. right? And I just walk up to him and I go, that's mine now. And he's like, dude, don't do this to me. And I'm like, I want it. I'm sorry. It this is, is the fucking game. It just, it, it, it's it's like a brutal game. The gift of giving and the gift of manipulation. Like <laughs> The saddest part is I love them. They run off batteries. I refuse to buy batteries. They now sit collecting dust. But, yeah, they are really cool. We should <coughs> get batteries for them, honestly. I think they'd be fun. <laughs> I used to put them in and leave a little timer on. Yeah. So when I would come home in the evening, they would be on. Mm -hmm. I remember when I first met you, I thought they were super cool. Mm -hmm. Like, they were, they, in your, they were in your room. They were and I was like, whoa! And like, I would always knew it was getting late when they turned on. Yep. And then I would stick around. Oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, with my white elephant, there's this one girl. I don't remember her name. We we're going to call her Brittany, because I can't remember. Um, and she picked some random gift. The boys were named Jason, and the girls were named Brittany. <laughs> yeah. It's a Hercules reference. I don't remember. I, it, it wasn't too far from Brit. She gets some gift, and she opens it up, and it's like a pack of dinosaur cards. Kind of like Pokemon cards, but they're not for, like, like battling. They're just a picture, a cool picture of a dinosaur, and then a blurb about the dinosaur. And she hated it. She's like, I don't want this. And so, and she was, like, first. One of the first ones. And she, every time... It was someone's turn. She was going, you want this? You want to take this one from me? Because she wanted something different. And as I was sitting there waiting for my turn, because my last name's in the middle of the alphabet, we went alphabetically. As I'm sitting there waiting, I was like, I want those fucking dinosaur cards. And she was happy that I took them from her, which, you know, whatever. But I was just fucking happy I had dinosaur cards. And then I sat there and then I hid them. So no one would remember they existed. I, like, covered it with... I put it in my lap, covered them with both my hands, and just quietly waited for the end of the white elephant. And no one remembered me. I just fucking fades into the background. <laughs> and I was like, yeah! Dinosaurs! <laughs> so I was a only child for eight years of my life, and I loved dinosaurs. Yeah. But my parents would take me to uh, museums. I've been to, to many, many museums. Nice. Um, the Rosicrucian Museum in San Jose, California, which is an Egyptian museum. Oh, this is the one you, you've told me about this one. That one is so cool. There's actual mummies and canopic jars in there. That sounds really, really cool. And the mummy had just come out, and you know, I just got really big into Egyptian, ancient Egyptian, right? Um, seeing this in Moon Knight, Gives me a warm little feeling. It, yes. Because, like, when, uh, Tuatara? 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 The hippo lady. The, the hippo. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck are you? And then I had to look it up, and I was like, oh, the goddess of fertility, and the one who brings you to the field of reeds. You know what it was for me? Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh, yep, there's but, another one. Oof. Big Egyptian themes, really cool. Not accurate, necessarily. Um... Like, no, I'm pretty sure Pharaoh Atem is real. <laughs> but very cool. Like, it got me interested in the topic, yes. for sure. <laughs> and then when it comes to dinosaurs, I would go to museums. I've seen the world's largest ty Tyrannosaurus Rex, Sue. She was here uh, in Arizona when I was a kid. Cool. So massive. Her tail wrapped around this giant ex exhibition room. That's how big she was. Nice. And her head was like the size of a pickup truck. Nice. Weird. Wacky, 
Cool. God, um, I love dinosaurs. <laughs> love Jurassic Park, except for the Fallen Kingdom. Uh, no. Oh, so boring. See, I came for dinosaurs. Stop ultra genetically fucking with this. Don't do That's that. That's a girl. A human. You come to these dino movies for the humans, don't you? <laughs> okay. With Jurassic Park, and here's another raid. Because it's coming out soon. And luckily, in this one, they're like, no, we're going to swear off the genetically altered dinosaurs. Even though, technically, all your dinosaurs aren't dinosaurs, they're genetically altered. Press X to doubt. Using <laughs> frog DNA. Mm -hmm. Dino DNA! <laughs> but... <laughs> there was a point where they were like, let's make Jurassic Park 4. And that never happened, right? Yeah. 3 was not good. That lady I've, I've was found, terrible. She's horrible. I found a way to like it. How? You put her on mute? <laughs> she just fucking shut the noggin off. Just. See, I just, I like dinosaurs. I don't, I, I just, they, I watched The Land Before Time. <laughs> I'd rather do that. <laughs> I like The Land Before Time. We're Back is better. I still, no. Oh, yeah. Mm. Dude, you cry at the end of that one. That's true. I don't know. He had to give them up because they had to go back. I still call them long necks. You know, yes. <laughs> three horns. <laughs> Spike tails, duck bills, sharp tooths, you know. Flyer. They <laughs> they didn't have anything clever for Petrie. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I'm getting tired. As usual, it's late. <laughs> okay. Johnny Depp's case. Yes. I'm sure everyone has been keeping track with it. Because it is the most interesting bit of not just celebrity news, but current news that's happening right now. There's never been a court case like this. I guarantee there's going to be either a documentary or a movie about this court case. Somebody put it akin to the, the O.J. Simpson case. Um, which I was like, hold on, that's about a murder. Yeah. And this one's about abuse. This one's about a defamation. This is a well, defamation, defamation law case. Yes. So, like, at the, the end of this, no one's be... going to jail, and no one was fucking killed. <laughs> Yet. Yes. But Johnny's life was threatened. Yeah, because Amber Heard is fucking crazy. <laughs> she is a psychopath. She is bananas. She is Looney Tunes. <laughs> I, I can't believe how insane this person is. It's shitting on his side of the bed and then trying to blame their tiny teacup chihuahua on it on a shit that's bigger than the fucking teacup chihuahua. It's like, no, he did. It's like, no, no, no. You're just insane. <laughs> yeah, that's disturbing. That's like, ugh. Have you heard the story about her mom coming in to uh, testify for Johnny? For Johnny? For Johnny, Against yes. Amber? Amber Heard's mom testified against her own daughter mm -hmm. and she was telling the story of how amber heard when she was younger would beat the shit out of her younger sister and then try to pretend like it never happened i've seen a lot of crazy things about amber yeah it's like dude she's fucking psycho like have you heard the thing of every day what like johnny comes in wearing a certain like yes outfit. and then the next day she's wearing and then she's mimicking that same outfit the next yeah what, what is that I, I was trying to figure that out i was like is this a mental illness is it or is it i don't or is she because i'm wondering like is she mimicking him because she wants to become him i don't know or did she fall in love with him because she thinks he really is this fascinating the only problem is she's mentally ill i don't know we're um so there was this one thing about 
someone, uh, the, she, she claimed, like, mental illness? Mental disorder? I don't know which one is the correct way to say it. Uh, she claimed she had PTSD. And when you do something like that in the court of law, the opposers' as lawyers are allowed to make a case against that statement. So they hired a psychiatrist, or at least someone who specializes in this field, and to psychologically evaluate. And Amber is a gigantic fucking liar. <laughs> um, there's places you can look into it this for better specifics, but uh, she basically it was like here's a list of twenty things that we see if you fit. And initially, Amber was like, yeah, I fit these. And she was like, I fit all 19 of them. And it's like, not even the most severe cases of PTSD fit anywhere close to 19 of these. So, yeah, again, you gotta go, is she lying? Or is she really that ill where she thinks she actually has these problems? Well, here's something I forgot to tell you earlier. Was later, they narrowed it down Oscar to... Oscar Isaac's hot? Yes. <laughs> We all agree. <laughs> Later, they narrowed it down to, like, it's not 19, it's more like 2 or 3. And um, the psychiatrist went on to explain that uh, people who are faking, or people who actually suffer from PTSD don't dress up. Usually when people are faking it for attention, they play too much, because it's all about appearances. And it's about looking prim and perfect and proper, and everything's very nice and nice and neat, neat and put into place. And up until this point, Amber's hair has been perfectly done up, not a single strand of hair out of place. The next day after this witness testified this, suddenly her hair is wild and in like a loose bun and strands everywhere. It's like, so you're just taking things seeing people are registering it and trying to, like, mimic this idea. And I wonder if that's what Johnny's outfits thing is happening with her. <laughs> so she's weird and crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Um, supposedly she's going to throw out the trial. Uh, she... It's going to cost her, like, $50 million or something crazy like that. <laughs> um, and then she goes on the trial. Yeah, that's this week. Uh... I heard uh, someone that's now coming into um, into discussion of her faking her bruises. Because she posted pictures of her bruises. And, and in one picture, you see this really, like, uh, fake-looking um, bruise spot that kind of circles her cheek and her eye. And then in another one, supposedly a day or two later, it's just her cheek, but it stretches weirdly different. And then in another one, just a few more days later, supposedly, there's like a new blemish or somewhere, something that looks an awful lot like uh, foundation covering up a pimple. On the and that's uh, you know it's just, it's just but but that's still enough to see the bruise. And and then the next one, it's in a completely different spot on her cheek. And so everyone's like, "Hey, your uh, bruises are moving." <laughs> I've never been punched, hit, and that welted up into a pimple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I was going that. With that does not happen. <laughs> no. Um, the skin is usually damaged and hurt. So it can't, you know. Yeah, it's already freaking out. It's not going to start working properly to create a pimple, which is just too much. A clogged pore. A clogged pore, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and for... That just makes no fucking sense. Yeah, she she is in, she is insane. <laughs> okay, we reached a halfway point. Here's the intermittent term. I intermission. Yeah. <laughs> and it's now over. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole ten minutes for us. <laughs> um. Okay. 
Embracer Group has entered into an agreement to acquire Crystal Dynamics, uh, Eidos Montreal, Square Enix Montreal, in a catalog of IPs including their Tomb Raider, DSX, uh, Thief, and Legacy of Khan, plus 50 other back catalog games from Square Enix. So they're buying it for 300 million. So what are they going to do with them? So Embracer wants to build on these IPs. See, here's the thing. These IPs are dead. Yeah. Deus Ex, Tomb Raider. Yeah, but you could bring them back. You could, but it's been so long. Here's <laughs> here's the interesting thing is uh, 300 million. I get it. They're older IPs. Mm-hmm. That's still kind of low. I thought that too, you know? And the thing is, Square Enix is like, look, we're selling these things. Because they just want to focus on Kingdom of Hearts and Final Fantasy. Like, I don't blame them. Those are the two that require the most attention, mm-hmm. and they're their biggest money makers. So yeah. cut the other shit out they are not doing stuff with. Yeah. I guess this way, if you are a fan of Tomb Raider, you might have a hope, rather than having Square Enix sit on a property and just never doing anything with it. Yeah. Right? Microsoft with Banjo-Kazooie. Right? <laughs> oh, you got really upset. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just not a scumbag. <laughs> um, I, I brought this up earlier. And Capcom, with how far they've gone with Resident Evil, mm-hmm. go back, grab Dino Crisis, and just throw it in the RE engine. Yes. With the fighting mechanics of Resident Evil 8 Village, mm-hmm. and you, you damn it, <laughs> and you have you have a big seller. I mean, we just talked about how cool dinosaurs were. Exactly. What if you just bring back dinosaurs? I mean, what what what, what are you gonna lose? Like you took Resident Evil, which let's be honest, I, I like from what I've played of Six, I've really liked it. Um. It wasn't amazing, but it, I enjoyed it. And they took a game franchise that was honestly, let's be like, it wasn't doing good for f- fucking sure. Between six and seven, that sh- franchise Whoa, was okay. dying. Six. <laughs> six hit it pretty hard, oh. and I didn't think that was fair. Ah, uh, I get it. it. Six isn't that bad. It tried to do so much and did none of it amazingly. Well. So, but I had fun. I enjoyed it. I love it. It's a giant story. It feels like it's the conclusion. Helena! Helena! <laughs> <laughs> that was my... Helena! It's like, it's so quick, too. Like, it's like, Helena. Over here. And then it, it's... Helena! This <laughs> is Leon being fucking done with your shit. <laughs> the Capcom views Resident Evil as trilogies. And so we're in this new trilogy of first-person shooter. Yeah. And I think it would work work very well when paired with dinosaurs. You brought up dinosaurs with guns. Yes! Yes! We've all seen them. Like a, like a triceratops with a tank on its back. A T-Rex with like lasers attached to its arms or some shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a funny concept and I think we have the technology to pull something off like that. Yeah, just good, dumb fun. Mm-hmm. And dinosaurs. Which is the important part. Yeah, just put the fucking dinos back in. I just want more fucking dinosaurs. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want 
that quote. Which one? The next one? Yeah. About Legends of Tomorrow? Oh, cool. We're done with uh, yeah, we're Square done. X? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, if you love Square X, sorry. <laughs> they are in the final stages of developing Resident... Oh, fuck. <laughs> final Fantasy 16? Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> which I'm excited for. I'm super jazzed for 16. Yeah, he looks pretty cool. And of course, you know, Kingdom Hearts 3, but that sounds stupid and lame. Uh, but Kingdom Hearts 4. Four? Yeah, three was already trash. God. Just like all. Oh of them. yeah, that's right. It took like twelve years for them to make this game, and, and then it wasn't even it. that great. <laughs> if you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, I'm messing with you. Yeah, it's just not my cup. We're of tea. making fun. It, it's just confusing. <laughs> um, the CW. Mm-hmm. Legends of Tomorrow has finally been canceled after seven seasons. Batwoman is finally fucking getting axed after three seasons. Oof. And the Flash is ending after nine. This leaves them with. Uh, is Arrow still going? Arrow ended a while ago. I don't. I. I don't. With Have you, you can... noticed me not watching it in the last <laughs> few years? <laughs> you can never tell with CW. Sometimes I'm like, and we're bringing it back. Like they do weird shit sometimes. I loved Arrow. I loved the Flash. Well, until it fucking ruined it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I liked Plastic Man. I really liked how they handled Plastic Man in season four, mm-hmm. five, four, four. When you meet Plastic, I think it's four. <laughs> They, they only have, like, two shows right now, and it's, like, Superman and Lois and... Yawn. <laughs> yeah. Another, white Toast and White Toast. <laughs> another lame one. So, they've decided that they're going to make a new show. This one? Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm, like... Okay. What is it about? Tell, tell us. <laughs> the show is Gotham Knights. In the show, in the wake of Bruce Wayne's murder, his rebellious adopted son forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for killing the Cape Crusader. Says Vanity. Yeah. So, yes. As, and as the city's most wanted criminals, this renegade band of misfits must fight to clear their names. Yep. It's... Taking place in Gotham City without Batman, the Gotham Knights sets the stage for a dangerous criminal uprising. Batman's former adversaries will take them on. This makes it, uh, I'm not even reading that. (laughs) But basically, we have to watch Batman's enemies stand up to try and save Gotham for him. This is the Batman equivalent of Monster High. And ever after high. Mm-hmm. It's just classic fairy tales as children. Classic monsters, children. Batman's children. <laughs> and it sounds so dumb, but I'm so intrigued. I want to watch it. It sounds so good, bad, you know? Yes. <laughs> Like, this is such a dumb idea. We need to have a doll line. Yes! It's, I, that, that's the only, it's like, 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 it's, like, I, it's, I'm, I'm so excited. It's gonna be like, you know, my dad, the Riddler, will meet me, the Puzzler. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Hi, Dads! Mr. Freeze, I'm Lady Frost! It's all gonna be... I can't wait for the weird stereotype bullshit. Or it's gonna be... If it's not that, it'll be like, My Dads, Mr. Freeze, I'm Sir Heat-em-ups, or whatever. <laughs> My mom might be Catwoman, but I'm Dog Man! <laughs> I'm the Puma, or whatever. <laughs> So dumb, but I, I'm gonna watch it. I would love to watch it. It sounds amazingly dumb good. <laughs> and it's CW, so you know it's gonna be filled with drama. It's gonna be filled with really weird practical effects. <laughs> good! At times, but at times, weird. <laughs> no, I'm calling it right now. One of them is a lawyer. <sighs> the, 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 the... You have to have a lawyer. <laughs> Every time. One's a lawyer. Someone to, like, or, like, a... Like an intern at the police station, someone to like sneak them out of their situations with the law, you know. Yep, you need that character too. Yep, 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 yep. Which so they say, child of Bruce Wayne, adopted son. Which one? <laughs> he has like seven. <laughs> when I first read it, it didn't say adopted son, and I was like, okay, so it's Damien. But now adopted son, I'm like, are we gonna fuck up Timothy Drake? Is it Terry? Terry's not an adopted son. Oh, dick. Why Why would we tell a horrible story like Why this? would we do this in general? <laughs> why would we take a character who's already proven to be strong enough to be on his own? I would have honestly rathered one of the Kane girls. Kane? Yeah, Kane. Um, oh, Batwoman. Yeah, well, there's two of them. One becomes Batwoman. One is, she has like a short pixie cut, black hair... And she does, like, dances and stuff. I learned about her recently. I don't know. She looks cool. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, the CW, what are you guys doing? They don't even know. They Have you heard, like, Riverdale? They mean, like, fucking... You mean the cunts from Riverdale? <laughs> they made, they gave Archie superpowers. And his dog talks anyone. now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Riverdale seems like a acid trip, which a part of me is like, that sounds fun to just fall into the stupidity of it. But the other part of me is like, God, there's so many seasons. <laughs> Sabrina got axed at four, but Riverdale's coasting on like nine. <laughs> I, I'm still angry at Sabrina. Mm-hmm. We brought it up earlier this week. How I went mad we are about rant. it. <laughs> I Tore them a new one for what they did to Satan. It's so... It's How? So, beyond Satan, it's just... It was so interesting. It was so dark. You know the thing that pisses me off? Satan. Salem. He was a demon. He but was they never showed tall, him. tall, powerful... And, like, they hinted multiple times at the fact that he would just murder people sometimes. Yeah, if for her. If things were in really dire straits, Salem would just run up, run around the corner. You just hear screams, and when she looks around, it's just gore. And it was just her cat sitting there. He was a demon, and then we never looked into that. We never explored it. I don't even think he was in that last season. <laughs> he is. He's there. Barely. <laughs> um, no, like, okay, so your main antagonist is Satan, right? Mm-hmm. Who they also call Lucifer. Which is wrong. It's there are two wrong. different people. Read your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> and in the first two seasons, he's this dark, hoofed, 
clothing. Legitimately scary. Antler. Very, very tall. The huge. The face of a goat. Yep. He he seems like ten steps ahead. Honestly. Yeah. And like you'll see her like leave the coffee shop and everything's fine and then they like look through the reflection and you see this Satan. This beast, yeah. It's and then they turn him into like a foppish, like male model. Who's a little too eccentric. And is really willing to bend to everyone else's will. And wants to do a concert, like a battle of the bands in hell. Yes. It went from, I am the king and you are my daughter. You will fucking obey me because I am the lord of evil. To, ooh woo, Sabrina. So dumb. Sabrina wants a car for her birthday. I guess I gotta get her a Cadillac or some shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> why? Yeah, duh. Let's make Blackwood the villain again. You know, that has been from, like, season one, who is not threatening and is super fucking boring. <laughs> just really a fucking loser. Yeah, just bad. So, Mr. CW. See, that's my biggest fear. That we're gonna watch Knights of Gotham and we're gonna like it. And then as it goes on, it's gonna get just bad. <laughs> yeah, then we're just gonna watch it slowly die. <laughs> Rotting. <laughs> like a piece of meat you left and, in the back of the fucking fridge. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's no longer the Gotham Knights. It's just Iris bitching to Barry that he's not good enough. Oh my god. Even though he's the fuck. He saves the world four times, bitch, and you do nothing. You write fluff pieces for not even the Daily Planet. It's like the Daily Planet minus nine million subscribers. Fuck you. <laughs> Iris Iris should have become a Pink Lantern. Yeah. I was so... I had this crazy theory with the Flash. CW's Flash. Where Iris could become a Pink Lantern. Because it's love. And love fuels her... But not always in the best of ways. And I thought that would have been cool. And beyond that, I thought Diggle could have also become a Green Lantern. And that could have been a weird new well, branch Dib to become a Green Lantern. Diggle is from Arrow. And they do hint at it at the end that he will become a Green Lantern. Well, I, but, but, but they didn't. They didn't do it, yeah. <laughs> I just want the lanterns. That's all it ever is. <laughs> I like X-Men and lanterns. <laughs> so this happened uh, recently. Um, this one's a little more sad. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to talk about some triggering stuff here. Mm -hmm. um, I don't agree with any of it. It disgusts me. It's horrific it's murder but um three teenagers enter a target in florida mm -hmm. wearing hoodies and masks because good for them they actually masked up <laughs> but um god forbid that be suspicious now yeah and they uh they stole pokemon cards mm -hmm. and pizza Oof. and then they tried to get out and a cop saw him and he pulled out his gun and killed one of them and then charge the other two for petty theft. For so I, I want to. I just want to know. Pokemon cards and pizza. So collaboratively, teenagers. Even if you got the like highest end pizza and the like, the biggest fanciest box of Pokemon cards. At most, we're talking what like thirty dollars, maybe. I mean, he might have a rare card in there that could sell for like ten thousand, but. But like, let's be like the thing it's gonna sell for off the shelf twelve dollars. And you killed that. That was worth his life. 
twelve dollars. A whole life. They they were obviously up to nothing. What was this cop fucking doing? Jacking off in the corner? Uh, probably. Shoving his thumb up his ass? Probably just watching. Is yeah. this was this cop so fucking fat and disgusting he couldn't attempt to tackle one of these boys? Taser. Taser them at least. No. Follow them out the store. Pick your gun up and shoot it in the air. Discharge it. It don't it freaks fire people out. At, like that's one of the. So I've worked in retail several times, and one of the first things they teach you is. Don't chase them. Don't like if someone like is a th- doing something illegal, don't chase them. Don't do anything, because your life isn't worth it. And would and their life isn't worth it. That's the thing. So. No, they still had a life to live. Exactly. Like, you can make mistakes, especially if you're a teenager. You're stealing pizza and Pokemon cards? They're looking for a bit of thrill. Some adrenaline in these dull-ass times of theirs. I, I remember I was in daycare. I was a little boy. And this one kid who was kind of a bully and a piece of shit. Wasn't had... daycare always shitty? Mine was shitty, too. <laughs> there was a lot of cute girls in that class. Mine was just full of... I don't know. I hated and, it. And you know what we would do? And this, this is why he fucking hated me. Is that the cute girls wanted to talk to me and play with me. Yeah, they did. And <laughs> I, not getting out of it. <laughs> and I also enjoyed Powerpuff Girls. Because they're rad. They're fucking awesome. Speaking of the CW, they, that has And there was three girls and one me. <laughs> yeah. Ideal situation here, buddy. Which one are you? I played... Mojo Jojo. Hell yes. Nice. And then I would chase the girls around the playground. Yeah, that's what you do. That's right. kids. Anyways, <laughs> this guy, he was just a jerk. And he had the shiny Nitto King. And he was just flaunting it around. Like, he's so great and everything. And he's sitting at the desk, because we had computers. We had really early computers. I mean, nothing Oof. like what we're talking about now. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that happening. <laughs> when, when Macs were actually tubes, when, and they had different color backings. When in second grade, we had a class to learn uh, cursive. Yeah. And then suddenly, in third grade, we had a class to learn how to type on a computer. I had that, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, we learned to use the computer, mostly because of games. Computer class sucked because you would come in, you would all file in, you sit down, you hit power, and then everyone had to wait like 20 minutes for their computers to turn on. <laughs> beep! <laughs> and you would hear like another beep in the background, and you would think, is it mine? And it wasn't. And they had that like, like colorful, see-through color to it you know <laughs> for like way too long yeah <laughs> it was either like dark blue teal orange and then uh, there was another one that i never saw like green maybe or some shit <laughs> they had some cool games do you remember this weird ladybug game and we've talked about these games i don't remember your game and you don't remember my game no math muncher no to the tooth game it was no. just teeth. It was just teeth. We played, we played this crazy game. It was a first-person shooter where you're a velociraptor. I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> All those words. Oh my god, my life is complete. First-person <coughs> shooter. I'm a fucking velociraptor. <laughs> and you've got a two-barrel pistol on your wrist, and you're shooting other dinosaurs. <laughs> I'm gonna die. <laughs> this was a real game. 
loved it. We were like, oh. I don't blame you. But yeah, just going back to the argument about dinosaurs with guns and kids just being like, this is the coolest thing ever. It's oh like, it's right there. It's just, you can grab it. You, look, any of us listening to this can just simply go reach out and grab this thing. That sounds so much better. I had this weird one where is you, it? you were like a boy ladybug and you were running around this weird yard looking for your girl ladybug. Cause that's what all games were back then was B-boy find girl. And... She was, like, locked in a cage, but, like, there were fucking centipedes and shit. And it was, like, not first person, but, like, like over-the-shoulder third person, basically. And it was terrifying, because you could just turn the corner on the grass, and there was, like, something, there was, like, a fucking tarantula. It was like, I don't know what I'm doing. How do I play? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, putt Putt Putt. I never played it. I've seen many reviews on it. Putt Putt goes to Mars? Uh, yeah. They're Amazing. Fucking, what was that, what was that company called? God. There's so many YouTubers I really love, like Peanut Butter Gamer and Brutal Moose, who've reviewed all of those games. Uh, and they're fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some old school games. Uh, <laughs> back to the cop killing the kid. Yeah. Sorry, little dark turn, but... What a fucking jackass. What and also, a, yeah. can I point at this out? And I'm not the first one to do this. Florida? Fuck, because this happened the in... fuck is su- wrong with you? Surprise, surprise, this happened in fucking... Fl- in the dick of America, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> I, I can't figure out what's wrong with you. Mm-hmm. I said it earlier, it has to be something in the water. It has to be. It they have alligators the swimming in their water. Are they drinking alligator tears? What is it? What's fucking fucking up these freaks? <laughs> and yeah. So my heart goes out to yes. this teen and their family and their, their friends. Their friends and everything, yes. And I hope the Supreme Court comes cracking down. I hope that cop loses their job and spirals into depression. <laughs> and, and you know what? I just thought of something even sadder. Mm-hmm. The execution of the mother in Texas mm-hmm. and how they were going to kill her but they didn't they couldn't because something happened and yeah. they found new evidence go John Oliver bringing it to light and this is an interesting thing is that can we trust the police anymore we've been asking this for a while and sadly depending on your skin color it's it's a serious fucking concern it is like that like I, a part of me goes what was the skin tone of the of the kid who got killed by this fucking Floridian Dude, cop. If, if I find out, because it just it it all just boils down to race. A white fucking fat if, fuck. If I find out that, uh, it's so disappointing. It, it's just it's time to call anarchy. But uh, this isn't what our podcast is about. It, it's not, and I'm sorry for bringing up these sad things. It's just that's the ebbs and the flows. The point of this podcast is really just for me to have a therapeutic moment <laughs> and talk about how I'm so mentally stressed. Congratulations, viewer. You are a therapist now. <laughs> You're getting an inside look, and I was taught this as a child, and that's why I keep bringing that up, mm-hmm. is because that's what this is. Makes sense. And I was told, if you were ever given a chance to see the world through somebody's eyes, we were watching a documentary, right? Mm-hmm. I was told it's a very unique chance and you should take it because it will teach you things that you don't see already. Yes. Walk two moons and someone else's moccasins. That's a book. Read that book. It's a good one. <laughs> but 
that's that's why we do this. This is why we talk to each other. We communicate. We're to, trying to create to a un- space. Yes, to expand our perceptives and yours. Like let's all like, we grow from discussion. Mm-hmm. Our viewpoints grow from seeing other people's viewpoints. And if we don't ever, then we just tumble into this disgusting pit of self uh, like think, where you don't understand the concept of other people's perceptives. And that's not good. So here we are. Expand our minds. Everyone. Yeah. And you guys are free to talk and share. We mm-hmm. we love hearing you. You can disagree with us all you want. Fuck, if you want to disagree, that's fine. Yeah. You know, just make clear and reasonable arguments. Don't be like Amber Heard. <laughs> Don't shit in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Do not shit in my bed. And I won't shit in your bed. Trust me. I uh, find that just vile. Uh, let's. We've only got a few points left. This is already a very long podcast. Let's keep going. Okay. So I want to talk about the time that Santa Claus... No! ...almost me. <laughs> no! God, no, this ever... is a legitimate story. Did okay. You? Okay. I, I sat in Santa Claus' lap, and he goes, what do you want for Christmas? And I said, I want Godzilla. And he goes, ho, ho, we'll find out. And that year, I never got Godzilla. So you told I me this hate him. Every year since you've told me this, I have looked for a Godzilla toy to get you for Christmas to make it up for you. Uh, I have yet to find something yeah. within my price range. <laughs> no, I mean, the fact that I tell you this every year, it traumatized me. Yeah. It's all I want. Santa sucks. Sitting on Santa's lap is one of the worst things you can do as a parent. Tell Don't how, do that to your how, child. How fucking hard <laughs> is it to give someone mm-hmm. a stupid fucking wannabe dinosaur toy? Exactly. About the dinosaurs. It's more just dinosaurs. God, it's going to be titled now, The One I Use for My Future Divorce... Bracket dinosaurs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember I've only been on Santa's lap twice. The second time was nothing special. I was like thirteen. Okay, you can't you can't brag like that. The first time it happened, like your dad cosplays as Santa. He does. Year. He does. He looks like Santa. A great guy, but yeah, he before grows out his beard and everything. Before my dad, it was his dad, and they just look like they're just a Santa-looking family, and I love them. <laughs> But, um, no, I was, like, three, maybe, four. I can kind of remember this event, but not really. Uh, there was a Santa there, and I put my sister on his lap, and she didn't say anything. She cried or whatever the fuck, but they put me on his lap, and I didn't say anything, and I cried or whatever the fuck. And it was just a terrible experience, and I don't know why they did it. And they just took pictures. So it's Santa. Santa looks the same exact way in both pictures. Because we were twins. And my sister is staring, like, deadpan at the camera. Like, maybe a bit of a smile, but it might not have been because we were so tiny. And I I look like I'm crying. <laughs> this was before they could, like, Photoshop shit. So I'm yeah. just crying in Santa's lap. Uh, every time they tried to pose us for pictures, we would just fucking cry. There's one where you can see us. They put us in these terrible outfits. They had this awful checkerboard plaid type pattern. So when we sat too close to each other, it looked like we were conjoined twins. Um, and for some... For some reason... For some reason, my sister started to cry her eyes out. Because we were four and just filled with emotions. And when she was done, I started to cry my eyes out. So we were just two crying children. And the picture they took that's decent 
our eyes are like we look we look high. We're like the, our eyes are all bloodshot and shiny because we were just crying so much. But like we stopped enough to take a, a cute picture. We weren't cute. We were fucking ugly children. <laughs> and it's just and like still are. And it's like, why did you guys do this? <laughs> what was the point? <laughs> I know I am an ugly child. <laughs> My sister's hot, though. She looks great. <laughs> okay. Compared to me, I think my sister's beautiful. <laughs> I'm not commenting. I feel like this would be uh, used against me. You can say my sister's beautiful. If you want. She looks like you. But I look better. <laughs> yes. To you, I look better. <laughs> I think it's more about the personality there. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> no, like... We don't have to get into it. No. Um, <laughs> you can say my sister's beautiful, but you have to keep saying I'm more beautiful. That's the point. <laughs> like, I can say... I, I think you're both beautiful. Like, I can say Oscar Isaac is a snack, but you're more of a snack to me. <laughs> wow. Cut that. <laughs> um, <laughs> this, this podcast got really weird really quick. Did it? Yeah, it did. <laughs> no, we were, like, building up, up to this, and I was like, whew. This is the climax. This this is the one where everyone goes, I can't. <laughs> well, we lose all subscribers. <laughs> Zero views. <laughs> and and then the weird ones stick around. They're like, yeah. Yeah, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more about Oscar Isaac. <laughs> what do you want to do to him? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, Skull and Bones, which is a spinoff of Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Which has been... In like murmuring in production for years now, five, six years. When did Black Flag come out? Twenty fourteen. I was like, it was way before I met you. I don't. It, Eight I, years. Oh my god, that long ago? Eight years. Wow. Last time we saw footage for it, right? Was that E three twenty eighteen? It looked like that's a when E three was still a thing. It looked like a GameCube game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they leaked footage, and I saw it, and it looked, it didn't look good. I don't think it's real. It does not look like real footage. I, I think it's real. I think, uh, you get a little too, uh, liberal about what you think is real and not real. I'm just, I've been burned too many times. So I'm always more leaning towards it isn't real, so then if it is, I'm very pleasantly surprised. You know? I would rather take the burn. But There's more times than not than I've seen a spoiler be like, Oh yeah, this is happening, and you're, then you find out like eh, we probably shouldn't have done that. No, I, I I've had too many. It's like here's a spoiler. It's like oh my god, that sounds really cool and amazing, and then it's like this was fake, and then it's like oh this really cool amazing thing isn't real. I am disappointed. <laughs> I, I want this game. I want yeah. this game. I've met many other people who love Black Flag, and the only thing they love about it is not the assassin part of it. The sailing. But it's the the naval combat, and I've enjoyed the naval combat. When when you get further in that game, you start really upgrading your sparrow, mm -hmm. which is your ship. Yeah. The sparrow, or no, it's the jackdaw. My bad. Ah. The sparrow is something else. It's a different ship in the same universe. Okay. Anyways, the jackdaw. <laughs> you go off to fight these legendary battles, right? And you have to fight some some type of ship. It's called the man o' war. The Man of War, yeah! I know what those are. <laughs> I had to look them up at that time. They're intense. 
They're pretty intense. <laughs> the triple-decker ships, wooden ships, um, they carry, th what is it, 48 or 36 cannons on each side? Yeah, they're, they're built to kill. Yeah, I mean, it's literally the man of war. It's, yeah. it's here to hurt you. Um, and then when you're trying to steer around it and having a naval battle, nope. and you're trying to call out shots with your cannons, and they're calling out shots with their cannons, yep. all of a sudden it becomes a, like a real fucking game where it's like, what do I do? And then you have to deal with the wind and the pressure. It's like a real fucking sports mm -hmm. game, and it's fun. I would Love it if this is real. I would love this game to be real and exist, but it's been so long. I know, and that scares me. When things are in developmental hell... Um, Skyrim? <coughs> Elder Scrolls? <clears throat> the, the latest Elder Scrolls? <laughs> yes, Skyrim 2. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo, which has done nothing. <laughs> yeah, here's, here's a pre-rendered trailer of the mountain peaks. Yeah, it's Bam. a, like, wilderscape, but it's like, oh... Has anyone realized the fable of fable is the fable that it is? Never say that sentence again. Oh my god. I had like seven strokes in the middle of you saying that. But do you know what I mean by it? I get what you mean, but fuck, man. <laughs> I took like 12 mental damage. <laughs> You're old a nat 20 on fucking psychic attack. God, oh. thinking about your sentence makes me angry. I hate it. No, don't. <laughs> I, I tend to have that effect on people. They're just like, why do you say the things you say? God. Because I've learned somehow to speak. <laughs> um, okay, this weekend, Doctor Strange. Yep. Yay. A, it'll happen. I'm sure it's going to be a blockbuster success. <laughs> I want to watch won't it. Won't win any awards, but it'll be nominated for Best Special Effects, yep. but it won't win because the Academy's ass. <laughs> we have a ton of games coming out this week. Uh, all indie games. The only one that I found interesting was Trek to Yomi. Uh, what's this one about? I don't know this one. So it's a side-scroller... Uh, how do you describe like Street Fighter? Not Street Fighter. Beat-em-up? Yeah, I think it beat him up. How you're a side-scroller, but you can go up and down. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So imagine 4K graphics. Like the TMNT. TMNT. Uh, old arcade games. Yes. My favorite version, Ninja Kids from, from Taito Legends. Oh my god. Ninja Kids. So good. Bad. You're, you're fighting Satan. It's the best. And I love it. It's super bad, though. <laughs> So, uh, imagine 4K, uh, grayscale, right? Mm-hmm. But you're a samurai, and you're just slaughtering people. Hell yes! Ghost of, uh, Shushima? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has opened up this door, once again, to it was, samurai dramas. It started with that, and then it dominoed into that first episode of, um, Star Wars's like anthology Visions. cartoon series yep. about that's about the Star Wars samurai which was cool. <laughs> I and, love that he had only red lightsabers. And now we're going to topple into this cool world. Oh, man, what a, what a time to be dinosaurs and samurais. Yes, please. <laughs> a samurai dinosaur. Did we talk about bug snacks last week? Cuz I don't think we did. Oh, how fucking good it looks. It looks great. It looks cute and charming. Did we talk about this? I really don't think we did. We watched, what, like a 30-minute demo? Yeah, yeah, We were, yeah. like, more fascinated by it as we kept going. I was like, 
Which one are you gonna find next? Like, oh, a strawberry farm. Like, what paints like paints a moth or whatever? Yeah. What else says there? And it's, it's the person in me that goes, "What's all the Digimon <laughs> that looks at this this game?" It goes, "What's all the bug snacks?" <laughs> I think you should get it. It seems like a cute, cozy little. Something a bit, something a bit more chill than Elden Ring. <laughs> Elden Ring is so stressful. Or Mario Party, which we've also been playing. You won one. I won one. We finally won one each. <laughs> Out of six. Yes, uh, we we have more losses than wins to the computer. <laughs> Unnormal. Fuck Unnormal. Peach. Yeah, we've we've decided that Peach cannot play. Yes. Because she just rapes us. When, it's not okay. When Daisy plays, she is stupid. She is they the programmed their AIs correctly. <laughs> they did. <laughs> I love Daisy as a character. Adore her as a character. In Mario Party, dumbest piece of shit there is. <laughs> I love it when you get stuck with Yoshi. <sighs> it's when you get stuck with the dumb character in like 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 what's the one like where you gotta like go through the whole little mini maze? Oh my god, and you're like, pumping valves like, and shit. Go! Move! Why? <laughs> yeah, that, no. that's insane. Mario Party's fun, though. I'm having so much fun with it. We finally played through all of the maps. Now we just Maps? Gotta... We gotta do all the games. Yeah, we gotta keep doing it. Keep going. And I bet there'll be DLC sooner or later. <laughs> yeah. Because there's only five maps. They gotta have more. <laughs> so, I think that it's time to say it's coffee break. Yeah, that was great. Uh, sorry, you wait till Monday. Tell us what you guys think. Um, good night and good luck. Yeah, bye bye.